welcome back guys to episode number 13 of the married podcast i am one of your hosts alex and i'm sarah the other host the other host <laughs> that's your that's your title sarah the, the other the other host <laughs> um welcome back guys and and like i said this is number 13 i feel like we're like cranking through these it's crazy that i feel like we were just at like episode three and now we're in the teens we have a little teenager i know like, oh, I didn't even we have think a little like puberty in five episodes they're gonna graduate from high school <laughs> a little puberty driven like acne covered uh <laughs> podcast here um it's crazy so it kind of does feel like you're like oh, okay we're out of childhood now we're getting pimples well i said the other day that like it's a statistic that most podcasts don't make it past episode seven here we are saying f you we're about to double the like not number and then we're just gonna stop there although i think around seven we were like this was ridiculous it was hard yeah like <laughs> some of those it was getting pretty hard but now i feel like we're cranking through them and um and uh you guys seem to be liking it i mean we we can stalk you guys on our little analytics and we we seem to be getting more of you guys listening so, so that's that's good pre- news we appreciate so we're still that here. <laughs> um, but uh but as always uh i'm gonna do this before if you haven't already and you've been listening to us and you love us like we know you do, just go ahead and hit that little like five star button somewhere. Or if you're on the YouTubes, subscribe, leave yeah. a comment, thumbs up. You can do that you on know, like all, anything. You know the things to do just on whatever platform you're on. Just do that. But specifically if you're on podcasts, it really there's not a lot of analytics to it. So it really helps us if you just give us a five star and drop a little review. That's all you gotta do. Whatever you think we deserve. Or four. I'll take I'll take a four. Anything less than that, just go somewhere. Yeah, else. I hear one to four is rated the same. Five is different. <laughs> <laughs> so if you wanna just continue my dream, just keep all yeah. the fives. And well, so today I want you to find one person who's unsuspecting. Ask them for their phone, go to their podcast get, on their iPhone. Subscribe to type in my the, name and just give them a five star for me. Yes. We we, <laughs> we could really use that. Um that's well, terrible. We appreciate it guys. And uh we are we are talking about wedding day schedules today. Yes. And I feel like you know, I'm sure we have some fellow photogs that listen. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. But if we do, this can apply to you. Yeah, this can be some education for you guys um, on how to create schedules. schedules. Um, but it's also geared towards my brides. Um, so, of course, usually I hope you're not the one creating your own schedule. But if you're as working you st- with us, you're not. Yes. If you're working with it. us, you're not. You could work with us and not have to create I know. your own schedule. Like I had a consult today. That girl, I mean, she didn't walk around. <laughs> she didn't walk away with a permanent schedule, but she knew what her day she was going to look like. She had a rough time yeah. <laughs> um, But sometimes I know it's helpful as a bride, especially a certain type of bride. You like to be in the know. You mm-hmm. like to know how to plan, how to prepare for things. And it all comes down to your vision. And so sometimes you being in the know can kind of help. You give some insight, yeah. Yeah, you can uh, make your day even better mm-hmm. by helping Mo with better. some of these things. Yeah, Mo better. So to give you a preemptive, we will be starting out just kind of talking about like the steps that we take to kind of create a schedule that is very, very simple. Mm-hmm. It's not um, crazy. My caveat to that is, like I said, 
you should not be creating your own schedule if you're no. abroad. Um, but I can understand you wanting to play with it and kind of see what your day looks like. Um, your end all decision should be what your planner photographer says. Mm-hmm. Um, photographer is going to be highly gearing um, towards like how your timeline flows. Planners also help with that, but normally they even rely back to the photographer. Mm-hmm. If you have a photographer that's not doing that, I wouldn't say be concerned, but Probably they really should be doing yes. it. Um, so give yourself some grace. You don't mm-hmm. have to be all in the know. Um, and then after that quick little steps to creating, we're going to go through some tips that can help make your wedding day even better. Um, and it's all focused on wedding day schedules. So one of us always does it. <laughs> you last episode, it was me. I didn't do it. I had it like time. 20 times. I was like, this thing. Um, but so the first step I take to create a You're schedule. You're doing a recap. I know. Or, or a synopsis of what we were going to talk. I know. I, well, I wanted to Did you to get like, done with that? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I think there's a lot. There's a lot on the board for you to, to have talked such a short amount of time. I know. On that. So. So here, let me listen. Yeah, they're listening. Okay, oh, okay they, good. They heard it. Uh, it's not crickets like no. <laughs> last episode. No, I heard them. They're laughing. They're <laughs> <laughs> um, cute so, cam laughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> um, but um, the first step that I do to create a schedule is to ask my bride and groom, if you're a bride and groom, um, if you're having a first look or if you're trying to do it the traditional method. Which, shameless plug, we have an episode on picking whether to do a first no look or not i don't remember the title of it but it talks all about doing a first yeah look i think or it's doing it traditional. Uh, the first look explained there you go so if you're on the fence about step one refer back to that podcast that's thank you continue on i will <laughs> um the reason that this is so important is because if you have a first look schedule you are going to be what we call a front heavy day heavy. meaning before the ceremony you got more in the front you got you got more you got i did it again you got more boobs than butt <laughs> yes so your <laughs> wedding day is going to be a little bit more um event related in the front half of the, the day before the, the ceremony the i'm ignoring half. you um <laughs> If you choose to do a um, traditional seeing each other at the aisle, you are going to have what's called a back heavy day. But, a butt heavy. <laughs> um, and this is important because you, for with both, you really want to strategically plan around the sun anyways. Mm-hmm. But um, my traditional my traditional brides, we have to be very cautious not to have our ceremony too late. So that way she still gets all those portraits. Daylight in the daytime mm-hmm. um but you have a very back because for those day. of you who don't know it's very hard to photograph in the dark yes <laughs> i think we had an inquiry with someone and they were like no my serum like her ceremony was at sunset and she didn't want to do a first look and yeah. i was like i don't think we're yeah a very before good we have because like, i can't do yes, that yes before we have like photographers dm us or <laughs> brides or whatever we can absolutely photograph in dark situations or whatever but if you go to our instagram what's a reception yes like we photograph <laughs> we know lighting we know all that stuff but that's not usually our style if you go to our instagram yeah. most of our brides are booking us because we light airy good I thought I heard a baby crying. Um, a lot airy, <laughs> like, like photos. So, uh, so that's a, where we place a lot of our importance is making sure that we can get um, a lot of those really good, yeah, like, day. Uh, sun, what the what? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm leaving a that. lot of those really <laughs> good, um, like golden hour sunset photos, and 
regarding whether you're doing a first look or not depends on how much time we need to push your ceremony forward yeah. um, to make sure we get those times. So, And we realize that there are certain times of the year mm-hmm. where that can be awkward. Yep. Um, our winter broads, we usually actually do some very finagling tricks mm-hmm. to let them have everything they need. Yep. Um, because usually broads in the winter, if they're doing traditional they have a very early ceremony. So if yes. the sun sits at five, their ceremony is usually <laughs> three, three or two thirty or three. Yeah. Um, if our broads are doing a first look, though, and they got to be up they're, early. They're trying to get their ceremony as too close to a normal time as possible. Right. And so a lot of my brides then like to have a four thirty or five o'clock mm-hmm. ceremony, and that doesn't leave us with any time afterwards that to take photos. Get up early too. And so yeah, so what I tell those brides is like oh, okay we're gonna do a first look then we're gonna do wedding party then we're gonna have to do feeling pictures then we can go back and do pictures right. and then you get your break yeah um and that's so that they can basically have their cake and eat it too um but i know well, right now and their wedding it. cake yeah right now our summer brides technically if i gave you an ideal time to have your ceremony and you were having a first look it would be like seven o'clock yeah and most of the time, brides yeah. are not really into like sending their guests to dinner at 730. <laughs> and so there is some exceptions to this rule. But regardless, if you're having an outdoor wedding, you will definitely want it close to sunset yes. for you and for your definitely. guests. Um, but if not, you know, the first deciding if you're doing a first look or a traditional will help you decide how much time before that sunset you need. So based on uh, doing a first look, what's a rough estimate of before a ceremony time before um, sunset? You could do like 90 minutes to an hour before for a first look for a first look. Okay. For a non first look, you're looking at two hours, two hours minimum, before. probably. And how we figure out uh, sunset time. It's this very like, strategic fancy you're gonna have to download some apps yeah you pro- you're going it's to very pay difficult. like it's like 99 dollars a year um it's 99 dollars a month yeah now it's a lot you t- <laughs> go into google and you search sunset time for august 26th 2021 birmingham alabama and then google tells you what time <laughs> so it's free <laughs> it's free and it's easy and it gives you a just a, a you know it might not be down to the minute i mean it is down to the minute on their prediction but it might yeah not, you know but there's it, other factors, but it's usually pretty close. And that's yes. the tool that we use to use your general rule of thumb of like whether it's an hour and a half before or whatever. Yeah. So, so uh, it definitely you can, you can use that and helps yep. for sure. Yep. Um, after we know that, we will um, see if <laughs> oh, picking a ceremony time. I was like checking. I was like, did I get it right? Uh, yes, I did. Um, so it. you'll pick your ceremony time and then you have to decide your reception end time. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. this is very simple because the venue tells you when you have to leave and yeah. that's kind of around like, a normal you gotta time. you got to be out at 1030 and you're yes. like, okay, well, we need to be Or shut. like everything needs to be cleaned out and done by 11 and you're like, okay, so it's going to take an hour my vendors at least an hour to break yeah. down. And so I'm leaving at 10. Um, so sometimes it's that simple. Sometimes it's just having the no to know that your guests are not going to party well, and stay all night. Well, and this happens... Uh, Most of the time. Well, this happens... It does happen a lot. That happens throughout the year. But this definitely happens more in winter mm-hmm. because the ceremonies are earlier, meaning you technically do have your venue till 1030, 
but your guests have been at their this wedding since, since three yes. or whatever. And so like that is a very long day for guests to and be there. And it's very expensive to yes. keep a photographer there that long. It's a lot of food, a lot of booze. all day collection. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, so knowing this, what this is going to do is, um, you know, other than just your venue saying, hey, you got to be out at this time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, picking a an appropriate time, which usually we say like a, a three to four hour um, reception yeah. is good for most people's. Um, if you're doing a seated with a cocktail, like if you're doing something that's yes. seated with a cocktail hour, five hours yes, could three, be good. Three because to four hours of like dancing and partying. Yeah. 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 Um, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because I mean, like if you're if you're plated dinners and all that, it's going to take a lot. Dinner toast, takes a while. <laughs> to- toast and all that. It does take more time. But people are only going to dance and drink for so long before yeah. they are just like, I'm tired. I'm hot. I'm ready to go home. Um, so usually we find that like during the summer, like a nine thirty, ten o'clock is about people's cutoff. Like 10 o'clock is kind of cutting it. Yeah. Um, unless there's just a lot going on, like even when there's a lot going on, you have on, but to if, judge the room. If you have a lot of family, it still coming, plays by ear. Um, unless you have a lot of young family, when there's a majority of family, your reception's just going to end. It's going to fade. Grandma it, ain't staying there till 1030. No, she's not. No. Um, but if you have like, if you um, were in a fraternity, a sorority, a lot Those, of our couples are. And so a lot of their friends are coming in. A lot of their yeah, friends' friends are coming in. And down. it's like crazy. Those people are, mm-hmm. th- they could probably party yeah. till midnight, but yeah. you don't need to let them. And if, if <laughs> things don't give re- them a liquor bar either, I was about to say, some shit gets crazy. real crazy after hour four. <laughs> if people are still getting, like, if it's just getting more crunk, oh lord, it's like, yeah. oh. and with a liquor bar, it can usually really get like crazy. some clothes, like. I mean, we've beer and wine is appropriate. People will really be very excited with their natty and Miller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then after you've kind of figured out, okay, I'm doing a first look. Okay. So this is going to be my ceremony time mm-hmm. based on sunset. Okay. So this is when I'm leaving. This is when I'm going to exit sparklers, whatever. Yeah. Um, to give, let's, let's give that some, like, like some time emphasis. So like, my ceremony is going to be at five o'clock because my sun sets at seven and I'm not doing a first look. Right. Yeah. Um, so if my uh, ceremony is 30 minutes, like a normal, just regular quick ceremony, six, six, six thirties when my reception starts, then what do you, you're, you're looking at what? Nine thirty, ten o'clock is kind of being yeah. your, your cutoff time. If you're doing the very, math with this. Yeah, it's okay. very common. Yep. Um, my next step is to always place an emphasis or importance on portraits. Um, and I know you're kind of already thinking, wow, this is like very photographer heavy. Mm-hmm. One, we are photographers, so that's where I'm going to think majority. Two, we don't have to know all the behind the scenes stuff. Like once again, that's where your planner starts coordinating. They're going to tell people when to arrive right. to set stuff up. Um, but the other part of it is your photographer and videographer are gearing your wedding or running your wedding day, basically. Yeah. Um, so we don't a lot of the stuff like... we talk about is going to be related to your photo and your video, but that's just but usually any that, wedding. That's just how it's it works. It's going to be what it is. Like, yeah. We hate to tell you, but like photography is a lot of your wedding day. Yeah. I mean, and that's depending just... on the style of your photographer, mm-hmm. that could feel more... Um, like you're doing a show for people right and or it could feel more like it's this organic Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. um you're right if you want to mix of both 
you know where to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ding, ding. ding. But um, we like to then go and make sure that we place an importance on portraits, meaning that we go ahead and schedule our sunset portrait time for after the ceremony. Mm -hmm. We go ahead and make sure to buffer in extra time for couples portraits after the first look. Um, And then we talk to our bride about what other things might be important. Does she have a big wedding party? Family Let's, formals. Yeah. Do, do you have a big family? Do you have a small family? How mm-hmm. much time do we need for that? Um, and just kind of figuring some of those like right. portrait specific times out. And then after that, you really and truly are just filling in the middle. Right. Um, and that's accounting for any travel. If you don't have travel, then you don't even have to worry about that. Yep. That's great. Um, my one note on travel is... It if you Google is. it and it says five minutes, <laughs> girlfriend, you need I was, 10. I were going to say, yeah, whatever it if says, ten triple minutes, it. I, yeah, I feel like I tell my assistant, whatever it says it takes, probably times two yeah, most l- certain l- circumstances. L- let's, let's put this so it can be like uh, published out there for the world. Yeah. If you have six or under and you're on your side, six bridesmaids, six groomsmen, you can double to double and a half the time that it takes so for the math if it takes five minutes call it 10 to 12 all right that's how <laughs> yeah. that's how long it takes for you to get there if you're over six on each side just triple to four and times you, and <laughs> if, yeah, if, you, if it's over that and you don't have a bus or a shuttle yes. that's shuttling people you need a shuttle you need you need a shuttle, but you yeah. will need more time because yes. you can't watch all of this. Some people dude get in their cars. is going to be going and getting some Chick Fil A randomly, or stopping, or stopping for beer to get chicken wings at a we've gas had that, station. We've had that happen. Um, where is he? Oh, he went and got chicken wings. Okay, like, this is why we don't drive here. separately. <laughs> this is why we yeah. need to watch our men. Yep. Um. Which but you really go- do fill in the middle. So if it's mm-hmm. five minutes, I would account for 10 minutes because it's going to take time to get into the car. Things can run a little late, you know, all that stuff. It can be a train, yes. traffic, whatever. And I'm going to harp on that in a minute, so mm-hmm. I won't harp too much now. Um, just Save gonna, it. Yes. Save your harping. Um, but then it's also just kind of like filling in with the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going to get ready. You're going to yep. get in your dress. So that's already there. He's going to get in his suit. That's already there. Yep. You're going to do a first look with whoever. Perfect. And it just kind of fills itself yep. out from there. And that's kind of where you coordinate with your wedding photographer and figure out how much just, time you need for yeah, that stuff. Yeah, making sure there is yeah. time because it's like if you're going to do a first look with your bridesmaids and your first look with dad and brother and then your your fiance, like we need to make sure that we're going to have time. That's not going to take 20 minutes. That's going to take 40 minutes. You know, like that's going to take a while versus someone who's just like, nope, I just don't want to see my man. We're going to go roll into a first look and then we're on to the next thing. So yeah. um, a photographer or a planner is really going to help figure that out. And those are specific things. For sure. So mm-hmm. after that, you have a completed wedding day schedule. Yeah. Congratulations. It's that, it's that hard, <laughs> but we do make it sound easy, but it's definitely like we've done hundreds of weddings hundreds i don't know how many we've done more than a hundred less than than three i don't know but we've done a lot of (laughs) weddings and so we really have like a knack at this point for knowing like just like i said like okay you have six bridesmaids okay you you should be able to get there in 10 minutes even though it says five okay you have 12 let's a lot of half an hour like to get there and you need to get a travel like bus or something or um 
like family formals. I feel like family formals is still one that we deal with um, where it's like mom wants 70 setups. Well, we tell people that setups takes two to three minutes depending on size of, you know, family and stuff like that. Um, that can really add up time. Whereas you're like, oh, that's just adding in aunt and uncle. And it's like, well, aunt and uncle are going to be smoking a cigarette or like, <laughs> you know, hanging out with the dudes across the venue. Like we just kind of have to account for yeah, things. We, so that way the unknown. Yeah. The unknown. Um, and this is actually just going to kind of flow into our scheduling tips. Um, I think this is good to know whether you're a photographer or a bride. Um, mm-hmm. If you're a bride, sometimes not all photographers know these things. So it doesn't hurt to kind of bring it up and make sure that you're set up for success what on your wedding day. What is the number one tip that we're going to give people for making their schedule? <laughs> I was like, wait, I, I, thought you, I thought you went to the segment. I got confused. No, what is the number um, one? T- I, was th- I was That was me throwing you, the tips at you. Okay. I, I set you up. You threw, and you, I missed it. Okay, throw right, it again. again. <laughs> Hang on, let's go. All right, so babe, what are the top? What is, what is, uh, see, I've already messed it up. I always do things better on the first time. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm leaving All right, this. babe, what is the first tip that you would give any bride about making their wedding schedule? Before all these other topics, what's the number one tip you'd give them? Well, Regis... <laughs> R.I.P. I Too know. soon. I'm so sad. Well, Regis. And why are you talking um, to Regis? Let's, you want to be a millionaire? I'm giving you the my answer. Oh, okay. Um, who's with me? You've ruined this. Um, oh, that hurts. <laughs> they just want to Give know them what, what the they tip. want. Give yes. them number one. Um, Fucking you should add some buffer to everything. There we go. Um. Th- this amount of buffer can kind of vary. It does. For us, I'm just kind of used to a certain amount of buffer. And it's sometimes a buffer that I use. And that's using for photography, not using to just sit around and be lazy. Um, but you want to have this buffer. So that way for number two. <laughs> Alex has such good farting noises with his mouth. Um, when you go to number, number two, two, you're... <laughs> Your um, it's very important to allow your wedding schedule to flow organically, right? And it can't do that if without a little bit, a of, little buffer. bit of buffer, um, especially if you're a bride that's stressing um, mm-hmm. about being somewhere at a certain time, or you have a mother well, that is like, you he, know, that she would feel better if she knew where she had to be at what here's time. Here's tip one point five. Yeah, wedding days don't go one hundred percent on time. Ever. Yes. They can go as close to as the schedule as possible. And yes, sometimes they do go pretty close. But if hair and makeup says to be done at 2, it might be 2.10. And those 10 minutes over time, and maybe maybe it takes 5 more minutes to gather up the wedding party. Mm -hmm. That's 15 minutes. Those things can really start to stack up. And if there's not just a smith, we're not talking add 30 minute buffer between (laughs) uh, first look and wedding party. We're talking adding 10 minutes of buffer. And this is like invisible buffer. So you wouldn't like, okay, getting ready and then 30 minute buffer. You're not adding those together. But in your head, you say it only takes 10 minutes to get into a dress. Mm -hmm. No. Yes. 
technically. Yeah, it only well, takes 10 minutes to get into a dress. Um, but it takes we wanna, another I, five for mom to yes. find her glasses. Mom and, find her glasses. Mom getting dressed because sometimes mom's not dressed. Um, you being able to go to the bathroom. You being able to put on Spanx. Mm-hmm. You being able to use your fabric tape on your dress. Yep. Um, being, some brides have had to get sewn into their dress. Yep. Allowing for those things that could happen unexpectedly to allow them to happen. And so it'd be that okay. Way, photographer can look at you and say we're good it's all right we're good and i have heard a thousand times i don't know how many couples have we photographed we said under 300 under 300 times i have heard you guys kept me so calm because you remain so calm and no joke some of those brides i was like we were an hour behind on your wedding day but it's not a lot like (laughs) at least in like the recent years i feel like we've only had a very small number of like oh this has gotten out of hand so just being very conscious of like things that you think might be a little faster, but really in reality on a wedding day, you want to be able to be like, hold on, I want a sip of champagne or hold on, let me grab a beer or, oh my gosh, the bridesmaid forgot her lipstick, which yeah. does happen a lot. Um, this buffer isn't meant for just sitting time. Yeah. It's meant to allow you to have a day that feels more like a wedding day and less like a production. Yes. Um, it's very important to us that our brides feel like they have time to sit back, relax, enjoy time with mom instead of having to be like, boom, now next, next, Well, next, yes, because if, if, if the schedule is too tight, it turns into that where it's like, I know you're like halfway through hair and makeup, but I need her to be done in five minutes because schedule. Yeah. Or whatever. That's never And so, yeah, like we, we never have that happen no. like there there's only been a handful of times where we're like we got to do like we got to go it but happens it, it has happened but very very small time because we make our schedules the way that we do and you know i mean i'm sure some of that goes into just some of our personalities and making sure thing it things are running on time before they don't run on time yeah but uh but that's just you know how we do things um but then uh like we kind of mentioned some of it too uh so step three is going to be pre-writing your family formals and uh and we have like a pre little like designated like normal family formal list we're happy to share this with anybody who we get you started yeah with with anybody who (laughs) wants it but uh but we kind of have this little like a little like pyramid thing that we kind of make and it starts with like the bride's family, and it just starts with the smallest, smallest setups, and then gets uh, gradually bigger, and then reverses from that, and goes into the groom's yeah. um, family. Which every now and then we'll do from big to small. Right. But most of the time, honestly, we're just working with like a few people, and so yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But if it's um, a fifteen-person yeah. setup, for we're instance, knock we that. have some setups coming up at some in some August weddings where you're talking about like 20 people being yeah. in a photo and, and those people are photo. just in that one photo. So in that sense, it would be smart Let's to get them, get them done get them and out. so they can leave mm-hmm. um, and then get to the people that are going to be in majority of photos. But, um, but yeah, pre-writing your formal list, you do not want to be there on your wedding day calling out people. Um, us personally, we ask for relationships and their names. So that right. way we can be like, bribes mom, Debbie, yeah. Like, and it kind of just helps like Debbie mom. Some, yeah, yeah, it just helps um, being because able what, to understand the relationships and then also being able to understand if there's any family dynamics we need to be sensitive to. Right. Which is, which is a question that we ask in our pre-wedding wedding, pre-wedding questionnaire. Is there anything that we need to know about? Like do, uh, do mom and dad, they've divorced. Do they get along? Are they cool? 
like what what's the setup there so um passed away yes don't let me embarrass myself yes and and um (laughs) we've i think we embarrassed ourselves once and then after that we're like all right that's a question we're gonna ask from now on of like that's a need mom and then they're like mom passed away two years ago or something so if you're a bride and your photographer hasn't asked you just let them know yes and that will prevent um anything from happening um we always say family formal time is the time that if something awkward yes. or weird or bad can happen it will happen in that time yes um and that's just because that's the one time you're getting family together um and in it, some certain circumstances they don't all get along right um and so you want to be sure that if bride wants her both of her parents in a photo but those parents are divorced that we don't stick them next yeah, maybe to they each just other need to be on either side that of we the, do on the, one the, on each we'll side make a little like parent sandwich exactly mm-hmm. and then we put some like we don't place them together so that way they're in a photo but they're not having to stand mm-hmm. next to each other um those kind of things will help your overall experience and it also makes your wedding schedule flow a lot faster because you know these things beforehand well and and the, a little tidbit too of like family formals is the time just like Sarah was saying like it it, it is a lot it's and a it lot of people standing around standing around people can like you know be getting way too friendly and stuff that sounds bad not way too friendly <laughs> in like the weird way but like they're catching up with like ants that they haven't seen in a minute yeah. or whatever and it, it's very distracting it is very distracting and um, if there's not someone there like the way that me and Sarah do or we're like Debbie mom Debbie mom, Frank dad, we need you in a photo. And Sarah's calling them out and I'm taking a photo. I'm getting them lined up. Boom, boom, boom. And we're knocking everything yeah. out. It can turn into this like hour ordeal. And you know how many like like people in wedding parties or like, you know, like brides that have been, their sister's been married and they're like, we took family formals forever. And it was horrible. Well, think of like how that guest felt. Them as a guest felt the bride and groom probably felt that 20 times over because they're in every photo. So it's like, yes, those are very important photos, like photos with mom and dad, photos with grandma. That's these. Bless you. (coughs) Alex is having some allergies. I I took a, this is going to be like the wedding of outtakes. Look, we, we keep it real. I'm more, we don't edit out any of this stuff, but I did take an allergy pill. Um, but like, these are the setups, like we want to get all this done. So we get what's important, but we're also not taking an hour to do it because yeah. it is very monotonous was, for a bride and groom. I was going to say, honestly, like how we say, oh, we want you to be able to sit back and enjoy your wedding day, actually be able to be in your wedding day. Um, family formals is not that moment. No. So sometimes it kind of feels, um, like, oh, oh, I love that you want to stick around and talk, but I need you to get out. Yeah. Cause like. I'm trying to get this done. Yeah, y'all can and talk so at the reception. A lot of it is like just so people are already pre-aware that they're about to have to like yep. skedaddle. Yep. Um, it would be like, okay, Debbie, mom, and you're so mom to... is in photo in the photo, and I'm like, Hank, dad, dad, you're on deck, and dad is standing his next name, to his me. His name was Frank. Frank, not Hank. Oh well, I was just making up names. <laughs> um, and so I'd be like, okay, Debbie, step out. Frank, step in, and I'm telling her what to do. Yep. So you guys can chit chat like in your hour break. Yep. This is not the time for chit chatting yep. and um, highly recommend finding someone that can help navigate people that way because it'll make it go much faster. Yeah, yeah. And it is the one time that even when we're behind, I'm like, girl, we gonna have these in 10 yeah. minutes. It's yeah, no big yeah. deal. Um, but my last part is for you. What's your last tip? As a tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Sit back and dream up 
something special, something fun that you want to do, whether mm-hmm. that's with your spouse, whether that's with your friends, um, something that photo will, related, photo related. Yep. Yes. Um, I mean, it actually adds to like a moment, but mm-hmm. of course, like you have those cute photos of like bride and robes. Mm-hmm. Those photos are great. But it's more fun to pop champagne right. with bride and robes or pop confetti or mm-hmm. just do something that makes it more of like this fun thing. And it only takes like a minute to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a lot of couples with uh, love to do rose petals with us. Not mad about it. Nope. Um, rose and petals so, and, 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 um, and uh, veils. Yes. Like that is like one of the favorite things. Can, next time. I think we have um, Whitney. <laughs> Whitney's gonna as she's listening. She's like, ah, uh, I wonder if Whitney has a veil that can flow because she's gonna do a rose petal shot. Oh yeah. And I know um, her florist is definitely. She's got she's got me with the rose. Oh petals. nice. Um, but if she could do a rose petal shot with a veil toss, I would need like four people. <laughs> <laughs> we would need a lot of people to set that up. But that's kind of. But our... Kendall will be there, so Kendall can help. And Kendall will have a helper. And Kendall will have a helper. So they could be my tossers. You can be my runner. Yeah. Ooh, What's Whitney. <laughs> but this is what I'm talking about. Kind of sitting like, back and yeah. being able to um, think of fun things that, um, I don't want to say Pinteresty, but like just fun moments that you guys can do together, whether yeah. it's just sitting back and being able to enjoy it could, time. It could be a note. Like, I mean, like we're talking about photography related stuff, but it could be a video related thing where like if you're exchanging letters or um stuff like that like if if you've seen those in in videos which are amazing when you add that to video (laughs) um that takes a little bit of time it takes a a very specific time to find quiet space and read those letters um so just like when you dream up those things um one you you should dream them up find things you like whether it's pinteresty or something that we have on our on our instagram already like know those things and let us know so we can make sure that that's literally in your schedule um if one epic fun thing yeah yeah i mean just and and also i mean it can like that one epic fun thing is like a solid point but even if it's just something that you want a little bit of extra emphasis on of like like we've had brides that are like i don't want to do a bridal session but i want some bridles on the day of okay well we we normally get a good amount of bridles but if you want like some bridles we need to put in some extra time for that so um just just think about those things and then let us or your photographer um no yeah and i feel like um we've definitely seen sweet things over the years um a couple weeks ago our our bride's mom mother i think our bride's mom the bride's mom's well i don't know where we're going um, she had passed away and the bride and the planner got together and gave mom a bouquet which moms always get bouquets that's Mm -hmm. not abnormal but they put a little um photo Mm -hmm. uh, on the bouquet just like a bride got Mm -hmm. and it was just the sweetest moment between the bride and her mom and the bride also i mean in that in that moment thank you mom for doing this wedding with me mm-hmm. and then it's also understanding i know this time is really hard for you mm-hmm. right now um and so i think but but they reminiscing and having moments together with whoever is important to you um and being able to spend that time together like sit back think about those things that are important and make sure that you place emphasis on that in your and let schedule. us know because like that was something that like we obviously knew wasn't going to be like a two-minute ordeal like that was going to be that was going to take we need 
need to 10. give her 10 minutes yes. on the schedule for that. And so, granted, like, we didn't put, like, surprise bouquet giving that to mom. That actually wasn't written in the schedule. I just arrived 15 minutes early. Right. We, we knew. Um, but, like, just knowing those things. So, um, it's always helpful to not, again, to go back to step number one, to have that buffer so we're not stressing. Because number one tip for a wedding day, you don't want to stress. No. You don't want to stress about anything. If you're stressing, you definitely won't remember anything. Yes. That that goes for any realm. If you're stressing about the music because you hired a crappy DJ, don't book a crappy DJ. If you're stressing <laughs> about getting photos done, it's probably because you hired the wrong photographer. Like, you don't want to stress about this stuff. So, um, usually that lends to being um, buffer related, like time related. So, sure. usually not vendor related. Yeah. Usually yeah. you hire the vendors that you I definitely like. feel like if you hire, so if you are tight on a budget, and this isn't because I'm a photographer, this is just my lessons that I've learned. Ooh, is this if tip you, number? No, this is not a tip. Oh, okay. Well, it kind of is. Um, if you are tight on a budget and you want to save money somewhere, not only should you not put your photographer in that somewhere mm-hmm. because they're capturing your photos. Yeah. <laughs> um, Even if photos aren't important to you or you say, I'm not a photo person, you are obviously a wedding person. Mm -hmm. So whatever amount of money you're spending on your wedding, it's a lot for you. Mm -hmm. And that might be $5,000. That might be $10,000. That might be... 50 or 100 yeah whatever is a lot for you it's a lot for you and don't you deserve to enjoy your day Mm -hmm. if you hire somebody that just doesn't know how to do some of these things you're not gonna enjoy you're not gonna be able to sit back and enjoy the money you did spend Mm -hmm. that was a lot of money Mm -hmm. so when you're saving money save the money and maybe have the dj and you know, so at the, the end of the day, if the music isn't as great as you want it to be, well, the music isn't as great. Or but maybe we at have least, chicken instead of steak. Oh, yeah. Chicken maybe, instead of steak. maybe we have beer and wine instead of maybe several types of alcohol. you have 100 people versus 175. That is the number one that tip that we give people. That is the number one tip We've had a lot of money. number one tips today, but the number one tip to save money is to lower the guest because count. Because if you lower the guest count, you save money on chairs, you save mm, money on tables, you, you save money on flowers, you save money on food, you save money on That's a drink. whole other topic. Yes. So I just wanted to say that. This, all of our schedules and our heart in weddings is for our bride and grooms to be able to sit back and enjoy and live their day, even if it does get busy, even if they do kind of flow through it. Um, I can promise you if you hire somebody that just isn't as um, experienced maybe or... yeah not as much of a people person organizer, um, it gets chaotic and it gets chaotic for you and that's not fair. That's true. Um, So on that note... Yes. Alex Alex and Sarah's segment... Um, this is actually kind of like a negative segment, which is the first negative segment I have segment that I've had. Um, but what is the number one thing that can hurt a wedding schedule? Uh, Three, two, one. Hair and a makeup, makeup artist. <laughs> yeah, I knew we were gonna like when when I saw this on the whiteboard whiteboard that we have to kind of keep us on track. I was like, we're gonna say the same. This thing. is like just the. Plus tip, because yeah. we pretty much knew that we would both say the same So thing. for, uh, I think for both of, I speak for both of us when yeah. I say like, um, hair makeup, usually the reason why that we say that is because it's the first thing that ever happens on a wedding day. You wake up and you get in that hair and makeup chair. And, um, and it, if it, the first thing to go wrong can go wrong, it sets the day up just for chaos. Oh. 
and I say chaos lightly because usually we're able to catch up, but it just don't set but it up some, on the right foot. Sometimes we can't. No, or yeah. I say we can't. You're we catching do, up for a long time. But you're catching up for a long time and you are sacrificing photos that you don't know that you're yeah. sacrificing because yep. we're not going to tell you. Yeah, oh, we're not going to be like, oh, go. Oh, we don't have time up. for that. Yeah. Um, but, not blasting anybody, but. Um, making sure that you hire a makeup artist that is punctual. Um, I think it's imperative that they have a team if you're having everybody mm-hmm. done. If they don't have a team and they're going to do it all themselves, I feel like that's a red flag. Yeah. Um, not to blast any makeup artists out there because everybody starts somewhere. But I feel like sometimes you just have to do it for yourself. Yeah, unless like, you have you like just three have people in your wedding party, maybe one person can do that. Um, but like if you have like the average like six to eight, you know, bridesmaids. Yeah. I feel like you need two people. You need a girl doing hair and a girl doing makeup. And sometimes that's just couple, my opinion. I don't you know, know a lot about hair. A and couple makeup. of makeup people. Hair can be usually, I don't know. But um, my other pro tip that's in the hair and makeup is that if, um, in case it runs late, who are the most two important people that need to be done? Mom mm-hmm. and bride. Do. I know it's popular for you to go last. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way you look the most fresh. Why is that? I don't know because you can get touched up. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, do not go last. Never. Do never. not. If you go last one, and they run one, late, you're no. the one that pays and everybody hold, else is hold ready. The f- hold the phone. Because not only that, like just you're not being ready if they run late. But like, do you ever want to be the last at anything? Like usually they're tired and they're like, they're in the home stretch. So maybe they're kind of rushing a little bit. No, you want to be the person that's like, they're they're first like they're, they're like or fresh i say i say the like you're you're the one after the, the warm-ups yeah you're the one so I, yeah i always I, recommend even, if a bride asks me because i don't elicit my opinion where it's not just asked for like unless it's on our podcast where we have full f and control and you cannot <laughs> change that you can't censor me um <laughs> but i always recommend that bride and mom somewhere get hair and makeup done in the middle mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you have to be 100 percent complete you don't have to put your lips on yes. at that time or anything like that because we don't but have, to have your hair that. done and to have your makeup pretty much complete minus lips mm-hmm. um and that is so if everybody's running late this sounds harsh i don't need the bridesmaids that's right i don't and they don't all have to be ready we for don't. a bridesmaids first look they don't all have to be ready for robe photos Mm-mm. those photos are meant to be just something fun for you something fun and they're getting ready. It's okay if everything's not perfect. That's right. But what can't happen is we you can't. You go to your first look without hair makeup. Yes. So that means we have to sit there and we have to wait, wait. and wait and yeah. wait for you to be done. And um, it's stressful for you because usually if you go over, you're kind of getting the hunch that we're right. ready to be done moving on and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it exactly you there's can't make nothing. it go any faster yeah, they, they, so, you can't tell someone to put makeup on faster like it takes the time that it takes yeah so, it's a skill mm-hmm. so we always recommend mom and bride or whoever is putting you in your dress if that's your sister or whatever those important people need to pl- be placed in the middle to ensure that you are not late mm-hmm. you are where you need to be and the bridesmaids technically have extra like hour and a half probably until they need to be ready so typically that gives them enough buffer but if we're waiting an hour and a half for you the day is so far off that we're having to kind of cut some special portraits out and that's the one thing too like we've noticed that every makeup artist is different whether they come with like we've had them where it's it's like five artists and there it's just like a production in there it's like a movie set and it's just like crazy and we've had the people where it's just like onesies twosies 
Um, it's it's di- it's different for everybody. It takes some people x amount of time to 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 complete hair and makeup. We don't know that. Yeah. Um, what we tell you is what time we need you and mom complete. <laughs> so that means that there needs to be some conversation between you and your makeup artist or your planner or whoever to say, hey, makeup artist, this is the time that the photographer needs her ready. If you need 16 hours to get the bride ready, then that's what time you need to start to end at this time because we don't know what time to tell the makeup artist to start. And I usually a planner tell. doesn't. Yeah. Um, they can give them a rough... It's like photography. You yeah. can't tell me how much time I need for a couple's portraits. Right. I might pose longer right. or it might just take me longer to do things. Right. Um, everybody's different. And so that's why your makeup artist has to... You know, she'll be in the show, but I feel like it's always a good recommendation to be placed in the middle Yep. and just be able to sit back and relax and know that you're done versus that anticipation of getting in the chair um, and worried about running late. So just my tip. I don't know if that goes against what anybody else says, but in my experience, that's always a for sure way to make sure a day doesn't get pushed behind due to and we did not plan that like when i saw when we saw the segment i was like don't tell me yours but i think it's gonna be the same thing and it was so that should tell you how important it is for sure um i think this pretty much wraps up the episode well i I do i do i hope uh, i hope this uh helps you guys and i hope it makes a little bit of sense of formulating a timeline and how just uh how much does go into it but also how like it is kind of easy to get a loose timeline if you're trying to figure some things out but just know you should never really have to do this yourself. Have your photographer, have someone who's done these weddings and knows how know how they flow to really pinpoint that schedule so you don't feel like yeah. you're, you know, having and to do all this yourself. And if you're looking for that special someone, Mm-mm-mm. call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Oh, that's a Kim Possible <laughs> reference. Most of these people do not know. Probably not, but it's yeah. still fun. So, well, well anyways, see you next time. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.